The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Starting and sustaining a business is hard, whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up. You're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Welcome to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. So glad you're back with me today and back with me every week. I am so excited that all you guys come back and listen because your text messages, your phone messages, your emails, I know we're making a difference for you and you are getting exactly what you need from this show. Today is going to be no different. I have a fantastic guest on the line with me today and his name is Tony DeRusso. And so Tony was born in Sicily, Italy and came to the United States at age three. At five, he operated as a paper route boy in Chicago. For 10 years, he gave every penny to his parents to help support the family and to pay for his education. At 19, Tony made his way into the business world and learned through the school of hard knocks. He made impressive record-breaking sales forays into real estate, collectibles, and other varied industries. His accomplishments his accomplishments, among many others, including raising $3.25 million in a six-month period for a startup business. Tony's latest and his fourth book called Elite Entrepreneurs topped the Amazon bestseller list at number two on his first day debut. De- debut. Academically, he graduated in the top 1% in the nation as a summa cum laude graduate at La Verne University. I hope I said that right. With a degree in business administration. Tony is a self-styled dream business maker and hosts a popular show, Revenue Chat Radio, which achieved 750,000 downloads in his first one and a half years. Revenue Chat focuses on elite entrepreneurs who give their insight and best advice to the audience. The show is syndicated predominantly on iTunes and mobile, and the show is a popular attraction with downloads and listens numbering over 750,000 in its first one and a half years. And then also you can listen to them. Tony also hosts a second weekly talk radio show, The Spotlight, on the Voice America Influencers Channel, giving Tony a primetime one-hour weekly show. Voice America has a growing audience anticipated to reach 10 million, which, of course, that's where we are, right? So The Spotlight focuses on Hollywood stars, game changers, and world-renowned VIPs who tell how they made it to the top and provide their best advice to listeners. Tony, welcome to my show. Go for it. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on your very hot show. Go for it. Well, thank you so much. And normally I give some words of advice at the beginning of my show, and so I forgot to do that. So I do have to give this a shout out. And the greatest pleasure in life is doing what people say you cannot do. I love that. Don't you, Tony? That's very, very interesting. (laughs) For most of my years, I think in my 20s and 30s, I used to say that I'm the type of person that does what he says and says what he does. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of it. And I got very well known for when I commit to something, I would do it. And so I think that's kind of very close. And I understand it's very cool stuff. But for me, my new thing now is today is the best day of my life. 
Every day I wake up, I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm eating, you know, I'm doing great shows. It's just such a great day. I'm I'm on this great energy run right now, Joe. Good for you, Tony. I love it. I have to say, I think that is fantastic. So what I always like to do with my guests, and I cannot wait, and I know you told me to get the... Uh, the Kleenex ready. So I do have one ready, but I want to know about your history. And so with my audience, we want to know about what brought you to where you are today. You know, you, uh, you were born in Italy and then you, um, you know, you had this paper route as a young boy because it looks like you came to the United States. And now here you are, you are interviewing Hollywood stars and game changers. And how did you get from that little boy of five doing the paper route to where you are today? Well, Joe, I believe if I told if I told it to you, it's sort of going to be like a three-part mini-series <laughs> to tell it all. So let me truncate it a little bit. I did very well in corporate America. I, I rose. I eventually became the uh, started several companies. I was vice president of sales and marketing for a company. I did a lot of stuff and I made a lot of money. Okay, and it just gets. It kind of sounds really, really good. It sounds like I'm at the pinnacle of my success, but it actually, it just went from bad to worse to worse, and I'll kind of explain. My roots, as you explained, you know, I come from this poor family from Sicily. We, you know, we had we lived on a farm, you know, and it was like many relatives, and we all owned this farm, you know, sort of thing, and we came out here. And I knew what a, what a dollar meant, and I always gave my money to, to my parents. And so when I did well, I wanted my family and others to share in my success. And I made so much money in the corporate world that I actually built my dream home. Now, this is – let me this, just check this out. I, it was on a golf course. It was worth $1.25 million. I had five rooms and an office, and I was going to make a library, a workout room, and a room for my wife to do arts and crafts. And I was very, very proud of it. The mayor of the city was down the block, and a congressman was my neighbor. We were, like, really thrilled. And also, the landscaping that we put in was a marvel to the neighborhood, and many people would constantly come by and take photos. But I still remembered my roots, and I wanted to share with my family. It was just my mentality. It's just it's just how I grew up. And at this time, my mother-in-law, she was working two jobs. She'd get up at 5 a.m. and to go to work, and she'd come back home at 11, a, at 11 p.m. or later. Mm-hmm. And on top of this, my father-in-law was extremely sick and disabled. He had diabetes. And I thought, you know, I can't just enjoy this for myself while they're – suffering and she's working six days a week, two jobs a day. So I thought, you know, I'm going to be gracious, invite them in to to live with us. That way she could just have one job and live a life and really enjoy her life. So she was thrilled. She moved in, she sold her house and I paid for everything, you know, the dry cleaning, food, dinner out, whatever it was, I just paid for it. I was really making good money. Well, the weird part is that the rest of her family kind of felt entitled and bit by bit, they would just come with suitcases and say, I'm moving in. And next thing you know, in a very short period of time, I had seven people and two dogs living in the house and going to the bathroom in the house, brand new house. My brothers wanted to move in. One came and started crashing on my sofa. Another brother wanted to move in. My wife's uncle wanted to move in. 
And it just kind of went crazy. I know it's, it's you know, this was my dream house. This was like my baby. It was like so beautiful. But it became a nut house, Joe, right out of the movies. And if that wasn't enough, and this is like the sad part, the complaints started coming in. Nothing was good enough. They, you know, people would leave the lights on and TVs blaring all day when they'd they would go off to do whatever, and I would follow them and shut them off. My electric bill was like over a thousand a month, wow. and it just and it just got crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. this was a big house, and everyone had a birthday, they had a graduation, they had an anniversary, and I would throw these lavish catered affairs, take care of everything, hire cleaning crew to clean up, and everyone loved it. But they, it was just I don't know. I've never run into anything like this so i don't know it just the complaints kept coming in and i felt you know i'm only being tolerated as long as i'm paying for stuff and i just i just couldn't understand this that how come people aren't happy for my success and kind of helping me with with stuff and how come they're not overjoyed so i actually started just kind of going down a little and going you know i want to just move out and get my own place. And I actually started to plan to leave my dream house because it was just being kind of ruined. It wasn't going where I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And in, 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 um, and I had to also continue to do sales, take care of my clients while running and doing all this. It's my fault. It's not, not an issue. I mean, I'm, I'm responsible for it. And my wife started joining in on the misery on this. And it was like, we couldn't have, Two seconds to just to have a conversation ourselves. We had to go out to eat somewhere to actually just have a conversation because it just really became like a nut house with, and it's family. You know, it's really hard to do with family people you've grown up and you know, and they feel that they're entitled now and and that they're like they I don't know they all thought they were the owners or whatever. Anyways, we had no solace. It was really bad, mm-hmm. and. Good news, I guess, bad news for many, the housing market started to collapse. My 1.25 million home was suddenly upside down, and my business was falling apart. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to walk and let it go. So I actually just, this is after about seven years or so, seven, eight years, uh, nine years, something like that. I actually walked and let my dream house go. I moved everyone into a rented house, and but... The attitude got worse because now I'm not paying for as much as everything. And I figured, you know, with what I had saved everyone on rent and utilities and expenses and all the little things that I covered, I must have saved all this group of people maybe $500,000 all in all. In, in a, by now, it's been about a decade where I'm footing the bill. Oh, my and gosh, Tony. <laughs> a I decade know. of them? Oh, yeah, wow. it was a decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a decade. And... With the business kept falling apart, and I really needed to focus in, and that had major changes in them in a seven-year period of doing a lead generation and marketing online. I had four major industry changes that just really brought me back down to zero with my business. I kept rebuilding the business from zero. For example, one day on a, fr- on a Monday, I walk in to my office. One of my clients cancels. Now, this client, I was doing over a million dollars in sales annually, and they mm-hmm. cancel. Why? What happened? Well, 
there's a new federal regulation that came out. The attorneys went over it and they realized or decided that they can't do the business this way. And I had to restart. So I had a couple of other clients. Yes, but this was a large one. And I, this happened four different times over seven years that that industry that I was in just kept falling apart. So the long and short now is it just went from bad to worse to worse. Worst, worser, <laughs> more worse, much worse. You know, I've got this, you know, the businesses kept failing, but I finally got my apartment and moved as far away from from most of the family as possible just so I could get my business and my life going back. But it was just such an ordeal over, over this period of time. And I learned a lot, and believe it or not, that was actually a good thing because it then allowed me to do what I'm doing now, which I would have never had my own really good, successful radio shows and everything had that not happened. I basically turned a disadvantage into an advantage. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we have to do like all the time too? Is And a lot of times people see failure as actual failure, in which I have too. But if we can only see that from failure comes good, we just don't know what the good is yet when when we're in that process because it's happened to me, it's happened to many people that I know, but we pick up the pieces and we keep moving on just like you did. However, I don't know how you did that with all those people in your house for that long, <laughs> but it's family well, and that's what you do. That's the hardest thing, Joe. These mm-hmm. weren't strangers. These were mm-hmm. family and I've got brothers calling me jealous that other brothers are there or whatever. And my wife had the same thing with her family moving in. It was just all this entitled, you know, and I had to move my my Mercedes and my wife's Mercedes out of the out of our garage so that my brother, one of my brother-in-laws could move his car in our garage that he's working on because it's so valuable. All these weird things were happening. It was just like. How did this happen? This is right out of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. And it's right in front of your face. And that happens a lot too. We get so immersed in our own business and our own dealings that all of a sudden what we're not paying attention to sometimes grows, not in a good way. You know, and what we put focus on should grow in a good way. But unfortunately, yeah, and you said it's family. Well, what do you do? You know, it's family. And so especially... Italians, they they take care of family, don't they? Am am I right when I say that? They usually take care of family? Yes, and I've got that mentality. When I have something Mm -hmm. good or success, I want to share it with my family. That's that's how I'm raised. That's in my brain. I I can't get that out. And just I've just never seen this side of life or of people before. I I just have no other words for it. But it, it was a lesson for me. And now I understand and and it was just it, it, the universe wanted me to do what I'm doing now. It just said, no, 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 you don't want to do that. You want to go do this, you know. And so it, it turned out to be successful or very positive, actually. It did. So you had to close. And we only have about two minutes until break, Tony. I just wanted to let you know that. So you, when we come back after break, too, I want to talk more about that. But you had to close down your business. And then you, re- then you started your talk shows, which here on Voice America, and then your other one that you have. So I really want to get interested in that and how you interview the Hollywood stars, Game Changers. I'm going to assume something, and I, I might be totally wrong, but maybe in your other business, uh, were you... Were you introduced to all these people and so you already had a database of people you could reach out to for your radio show or did you start over completely and just start anew with your radio show? 
I started completely anew, Joe. I had zero audience. I didn't know any elite entrepreneurs, Hollywood stars, game changers. I didn't know anybody because I came from an, from an industry where I could just do everything online for clients. And I didn't have to travel, didn't have to meet, you know, I didn't know anybody. I literally started from zero and I figured out something, which we can talk about on how I did that. Well, you know I want to know that. (laughs) If we have the break happening now, I don't know. Yeah, we do. We have about a minute till break. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, give me a shout at email at Joe, which is J-O, so Joe at JoeHosman.com. And then when we come back after break, Tony, I want to know because curious minds want to know. I actually started at zero myself because I started over when I started my radio show. I started at zero listeners myself and I have quite a few right now, but not as much as Tony does. And I cannot wait to find that out. So Tony, when we come back, we're going to talk about that. And ladies and gentlemen, again, if you have questions for the show, give me an email at joe at joehosman.com. And we will be right back after break. The business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also, support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Go For It 
To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to my show. Go for it here on Voice America. So glad you're back with me. And I have a wonderful guest, Tony DeRusso, who's also a fellow Voice America radio show host. He is going to talk about how he got the successful show that he has. He and Tony, have you been on Voice America two years, three years? How just long a couple. Been? Just I think I'm in my full second month now. Over span over three months. Second year or second uh, month? Months. Oh, months. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'm actually on my second, I just starting my second year. So it's, uh, I'm really excited to know and hear about how you got to be as successful as you are. And then again, doing the Hollywood stars, game changers and those type of things. Because when you run a radio show, you really want people and you really want to niche down your market. I mean, really, you want to niche down your market and then go after those guests who will niche, you know, help you with your niche market. So, Tony, tell us how you got to that success. Sure, Joe. As just mentioned, you know, I had this catastrophe unfolding and I had this voice coming in my head saying, create your own products and services, you know, and I just didn't really know where to go. And or what was I going to create that was going to be mine that I could control? The whole thing was being able to control something and not having some industry-wide change or some law or ruling, you know, impact my life. And one day, about two years ago, I found, you know, I found out about radio and podcasts, and I said, you know, I can do this. I'm Italian. Hey, I can talk. You know, uh-huh. so. So starting from complete scratch, I learned by the seat of my pants. I created a show called Revenue Chat Radio, and I learned as I went along, my first few shows were live on Blog Talk Radio, hence the radio moniker here. And those were very fun. They were all live, but the audio quality was terrible. So I eventually left BTR, and I channeled everyone to go to my website and listen to the shows. Now, I did have zero audience, and I didn't know any of the guests And what I focused on were elite entrepreneurs that went from adversity or whatever to success and how they did it. So using my knowledge of lead generation and marketing, I began building a very large social media network. And, uh, you know, I know how to grow traffic. I know how to grow social media. I know how to get people to click on links. That's part of it. And I developed something, which I'm going to talk about in just a moment here, called the Vision Map, which I'm giving away free to everyone. And I'm going to explain that in just a moment. But I wanted you to know, starting from zero, after about a year, I was starting to hit 5,000 or plus episodes, uh, downloads per episodes, which is good. And I think I have to look on a calendar, but I think my two-year anniversary is like late September. And I am about 900 and change thousand downloads. And I really think I'm going to hit a million downloads by my second anniversary. Wow. That is fantastic. Thank you for revenue chat. And then about two, three, about three months ago or so, I met with Jeff Spinard, CEO of Voice America, and I arranged to put a show on the influencers p- platform, and it's called The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. 
And by the way, that's the Italian pronunciation, D'Urso. Oh. There's many vari- variations. There's D'Urso. There's whatever. doesn't matter. So that's the Italian D'Urso. And yeah, as you mentioned, I interview very high-profile people. And that shows rising in popularity, and I'm starting to build a nice guest list on that of people that want to come on. Oh, by the way, on Revenue Chat, within the first six months to a year, I was booked at like a year in advance of people wanting to be on that show. So, and and we're, we'll go into a little bit more of how I did that, but I just wanted to let people know this is what I've accomplished. And on the spotlight, that broadcasts every Friday at 1 p.m. on the Voice America Influencers platform. So that just kind of completes that little piece of information on what I've done. And now I'm happy to explain a little more on how did I do that? How did I just grow from zero to, you know, close to a million in in almost two years and so forth? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be great because I have, as of today, I mean, I have almost 60,000 downloads. And, you know, of course, I want 100,000 by the end of the year. But so I am really intrigued to know how you did it. And also, you know, the click rate for social media, those type of things. And that's something we all need to learn as well. So I am anxious to hear. I've got my pen ready, Tony. Well, all right. Well, there's your comment. There's many different directions I can go to answer those points. And but I can say that I, because of my lead generation roots, I've learned how to drive traffic, which is, you know, is is part of the key to success. But I studied businesses. You know, I studied businesses. I got my degree at Laverne University, and I, I, you know, and I graduated top of my class and all that good stuff. And I learned a lot about business that's not in the university because I kept finding, you know, so many businesses, you know, didn't do well. For example, some statistics. Bloomberg says eight out of 10 entrepreneurs fail in the first 18 months. A Harvard study says three out of every four venture-backed firms fail. The SBA says about 50% of businesses fail in their first five years. Now, these are businesses that were capitalized. They had the money. And these three figures here, statements here, point out too many businesses fail. And I'm like... Why is this? They've got the money. Joe, you know, any rational person I talk to, if I say, hey, I'll give you all the money you want. Can you make a successful business? They'll say, yeah, of course. But you know what? It's not true. It's not a no-brainer. I know, it, it doesn't, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I found, you know, and this is through the School of Hard Knocks, which, by the way, I am a PhD on that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too, Tony. <laughs> I found, I found there's very definitive actions that just have to be in place to guarantee the success of any business. And you go, well, wait a minute. These businesses, they had the money and they had these really beautiful mission statements. I would go in retail stores and I would look because if you look on their walls where they have their awards, they'll have their mission statements, you know. And it was always something I was very in- interested in. And I found for, you know, if you're going to get a loan from the SBA or investors or whatever, they're going to want to see mission statement, you know, where you're going. So there's some really nice ones out there, and yet they still fail. Well, I I found that a nice mission statement is just sort of like having, you know, for analogy per, for an analogy, you have a high-tech bicycle and it's got everything you want, but it's got one wheel missing. Well, 
that one wheel, Joe, is the difference between, you know, riding out down the road and getting or just sitting there and getting exercise. You know, Mm -hmm. there was something missing. And I found that there were some points that you have to work out thoroughly, that you have to synchronize them with each other. And everybody that works with you, your employees, consultants, any tech guys you hire, they all have to know these key fundamental points, which I call the vision map. And by itself, you know, the statement isn't isn't anything, but when you have the whole team behind it, your people, even you, that you outsource something or tech people that you hire to do something, when everyone's behind it, it actually grows. And the vision map is, I, you know, I take people from the vision. Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want this and this. I want my company to do this. Well, I take people from the vision. What then? What's your purpose? What's your long-term objective? What are you going to accomplish in three to five years? What's the master plan to accomplish that? What's your strategy? What's your tactical actions? And what are the things to do on a daily basis that's going to get in those points ahead? And I worked this up and down. It became this this map from the broad term vision all the way down to what I do on a daily basis. And this is what I put together and this is what I started doing and working and working and working and just building, you know, building and building and building. And I have, I have, um, excuse me, I have nine, nine words for success. Those are keep at it, keep at it, and keep at it. And <laughs> those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, because focus is the hardest part. Focus is, and when I coach people, it's like, that is their hardest part. You're right. They can they can get money. They can say, oh, yep, if I get the money, yep. But it's so easy to lose that focus. So you're right. At, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. I love those nine words. Thank you. The the things to do on a daily basis, I, I, I could go many ways on this, but I found, you know, I, I, I had every great program up to a couple years ago that I could find on the market on how to keep track of the things that I had to do for my project, for my work, for my business. And no matter the best ones that I had, they would, you know, the computer screen is only one size. You eventually have to minimize, get rid of, you need more bandwidth. You got to close a program. You got to do this. And they would eventually disappear. And I would like, what am I supposed to do next? Or what was I supposed to do on that? And they would disappear. So I learned how to organize to get things done, no matter even if the power shuts off, how to put things together so that that project can keep going. And I just started developing all these points, which I call, which are, which are incorporated in the vision map. And I give that away now as a free ebook and I've actually been training some people on doing that, which is having great success. Oh, wonderful. So how do people find that vision map, Tony? If you go to Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash vision, you just get it as a free download. Mm-hmm. Everybody like should that. go there. Yeah. Tony is T-O-N-Y and then D as in David, U-R-S-O dot com. And I would recommend everybody to go and get that vision map because so many people, so many people try and they, they think you're right. They got the mission statements. They got the vision statements. They got all that. But really, it's a day to day thing. I, I explain to people, this is how I am. I explain to people that 
I'm kind of like an airplane. I like the takeoffs and the landings. I just don't like the in-between part. The in-between <laughs> part just like drives me crazy, but that is the most important part. Because of the, well, first of all, you have to have an end strategy, but the that stuff in between, that flight in between your takeoff and your landing, that's what's going to make you or break you, really. And that's where you need to come into play and really work your business. And just knowing, having a vision map for that is phenomenal because a lot of people don't. A lot of people go by the seat of their pants. And for the long time, I didn't even like having, I did not like even having a plan. And that word just, I'd be like, oh, don't even say that word to me. But that's what makes a business. And you have us, you know, entrepreneurs like to kind of go off the beaten path sometimes and go look for other things if what we're working on is not making us money right away. But if we stay in focus and we stay going after what we want, the money will come. And I'm sure that's what you talk about in your vision maps and everything else. It's just really that vision and that that focus to do it. So can you give away some of your trade secrets, what you do on a day-to-day basis, Tony? Sure. I do about 2,368 different different functions. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I, have, I, I have a chance. Yeah. Is there many, that many hours in the day? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said different functions. I do. I simultaneously do a lot at the oh, same. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I have I have a checklist, very simple. I have a spreadsheet, little simple checklist for every guest and for both and for both of my shows. And when I get a guest, I run it through the pre the pre checklist. You know, I've got his. You know, I mean, for me, I've got his his the bio. I've got the the URL they want mentioned. I have their photo. I have this. I have that. And I just run it through a little checklist so that I have all the pieces. And when the show is produced, you know, I I just run everything through my little checklist. And it's and it's through years of experience of what needs to be done. You know, I'll put it on a blog, then I'll send it to Twitter, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, and promote it here and promote it there. And I just work it and work it. And then every day I'm in social media. If you go, for example, to my Twitter, you'll see five five-ish, five to ten different posts a day. And they're all about my my different shows with links to go to the shows. And I've and my social media I've been growing over over the past couple of years is very extensive. I think I'm 50, 60 plus thousand followers now. Mm-hmm. That's that, good. My I'm I'm about at eighteen thousand, I think, that's on great. my Twitter following. Yeah. So it really, and the more you can tweet out on Twitter, the more interaction you'll get with people as well. Because if you don't, if you're not alive on Twitter, Twitter's not going to be alive for you. It's very instantaneous also on Twitter. That's the right way to say it. If you're not alive for them, they're not alive for you. And I get a lot of responses to my posts, a lot. And it just grows. I've got people binge listen to my shows, people that just can't get enough. And it just starts creating a following and it just crescendos it. But it's a lot of work. There's no magic bullet. It is just a lot of work every day. And I would say for the most part, I work four days, four days a week. And when my wife comes home, you know, it's our time and mm-hmm. we go to whatever, but there are times where I'll work, you know, an, another day or so. So I do work very hard to keep the balance, you know, cause that's very, very important, but there's nothing, there's no magic here. It's just, it's just when you know something that works, you, you put it in and you put that in as your checklist and you just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Uh, 
mm-hmm. of course, I, you know, I and I've tried paid ads with Facebook and Twitter and and Google AdWords, and you know, they can get very expensive. They want like over a dollar or so per click, and I've like, this is ridiculous. There's mm-hmm. got to be a better way. And if you and I've been able to get things down to a lot less cost basically due to my my elbow grease that i put in yeah that's just it you have to do your own elbow grease in it and tony we only have about a minute till break so when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about that because i want to know also do you do and we can talk about this after break but do you do facebook lives do you go uh, live on instagram do you do those type of things i love facebook live I really do. And I'm pretty active. I have a group on Facebook that I, I do Facebook Live. So we'll, when we come back after break, we'll talk about that. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, give me a shout out at, at joe at joehosman.com. And we can give, be right back with those questions. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break with the wonderful Tony DeRusso. <laughs> From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television voiceamerica.tv take us on the go it's even easier now the voice america talk radio network has launched our mobile app for iphone android or blackberry visit the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market to download the app powered by aircast it's free and no registration is necessary in minutes you could be enjoying your favorite voice america talk radio host no matter where you are in the car out and about while traveling or anytime you can't be close to your computer catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot search voice america at your favorite app store when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network you are listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to Go For It. 
Welcome back to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. So glad you're back with me today. And hasn't this been a fantastic show so far? Tony is a wonderful guest, and he is sharing his expertise as a radio host. And I will tell you, and I'm, I've shared this many times before, and I know I'm going to share it again, but back when I was in 7th and 8th grade, I always wanted to be on radio. I wanted to be a radio DJ. Back in the days, that's what we, they were, DJs. I never got that chance. So ironically enough, here I am all these years later. I'm a lot older than what I was back then, but you know what? It's never too late to live your dreams. Never, ever, ever too late to live your dreams. And now I'm able to interview wonderful people like Tony and a bunch of other guests. And somebody that Tony and I are going to talk about is how we met. And how I met Tony is through another co-host, Dr. Barbara Young. And she is actually the one that when I saw her we were going to speak at the same event. And when I saw her page and I went to her website, she talked about Voice America and I just knew I had to meet her and then also be on her show. And in turn, here I am on Voice America. So Tony, I'm very happy that you're on because you also had Dr. Barbara Young on your show not too long ago. Yes, I did. I had her on as a special VIP co-host on a show I did with a sports great that had... I, I don't remember all his accolades, but he was pretty big in what was it, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Titans and so forth. Uh, ben Scoop the Doop. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that was him. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was great. So, so, and I was just out on out in California visiting with Dr. Barbie Young, so it was great. Yeah. So let's talk about. We talked at break. We talked a little bit about sometimes we ha- when we talked about this earlier in the show too, but we fail. And sometimes we have to fail hard before we know to pick ourselves back up and just know. And if you're failing or going through hard times, there is greater things on the other side. And so you had something you want to talk about to talk about failing. And I have a wonderful, wonderful quote by Napoleon Hill. And I will tell you, I look at this a lot because when I think I'm failing, I go back to this. But it says, when defeat comes, accept it as a signal that your plans are not sound. Rebuild those plans and set sail once more toward your coveted goal. And that's the wonderful Napoleon Hill. So, Tony, tell us about what you want to talk about, about the failing part. Sure. You know, by the way, Napoleon Hill, of course, he was, he researched many, many successful businessmen, entrepreneurs, and what made them successful. That was his job. And he was doing that, I believe, uh, for and on behalf of Carnegie, Dale Carnegie. Yes. yes and right. he came up with this tremendous knowledge of these are the key distillation. These are the key points of success of what made people successful. And amazing person. And along that line, but another facet of that diamond, so to speak, as we kind of mentioned in our earlier segment, people, you know, you only fail when you want to. Let me explain. What does this mean? This means until you decide, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to desist. I'm just going to cease. Until you stop, you're really just learning. You're just really learning how to dial it in. You're just really getting going. As a case in point, I just had a guest on my show, The Spotlight. He's a number one internationally recognized best-selling author with over 20 million books sold. I mean, oh my goodness. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wow. This story, are you ready? He was turned down by publishers 85 times times oh my gosh wow and 
He kept going, and number 86 said yes. So, wow. so you <laughs> only fail when you want to. There's many famous people. I think one of the most famous in the world is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Colonel Sanders reported he was given 1,009 no's. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. 1,010 said yes, and because of that, we have Kentucky Fried Chicken today. Mm-hmm. And, and the last case in point was the the biggest billionaire author in the world, Rowling's of Harry Potter fame. She was dirt broke. She couldn't afford a, a pen. She couldn't afford to buy a piece of paper. She was rejected by over a dozen publishers, rejected on her Harry Potter story. She couldn't even afford to go to the next one, but she did. And you know what happened now. So the moral of that is you only fail when you want to. Otherwise... Just keep at it, and you're going to be guaranteed success because just never stop. That's really, really important to learn from how other people have done it. It really is because, you know, sometimes if we get one or two no's, we're like, oh, okay, we don't want to do that anymore. But we can't do that. We need to keep going, especially if it's in your heart and in your soul. There's something you want to accomplish. You really have to go for it. Really, just like my show, go for it. And in, when I was younger, I really wanted, when I worked for corporate America, my job was, my goal in my life was to be, become a supervisor. And I knew where I was that it wouldn't happen. So as a young single mom, because I was divorced at that time, I had a two and a half year old, I moved halfway across the country because for the same job, but in a different area. And I knew I'd become a supervisor and I did, but it took me moving halfway across the country to do it. But it, but I was told no several times before I got to where I wanted to be. And you just have to keep moving and moving forward every time. You just cannot accept no. And a lot of times no just means not yet. Really. Exactly. And you if you it. just keep moving forward, it, you're going to keep working at And sometimes you have to take a step back and maybe reevaluate how you're doing it or reevaluate your sales technique even. But you really have to keep going after it. And the beauty of that, Joe, is if you have your vision map well in place, you, the reevaluation is very short and very fast because you've got it all there. You know your purpose, your plan, your strategy. Of course, well, now you, you may have to tweak things, but you've got it all worked out so you can just keep going as fast as possible toward that success that you want. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part. And I, you know, Tony, I'm just going to tell you, I want to get, I want to get one of your vision maps. I think that's going to be great. So, and ladies and gentlemen, to get his vision map, just go to Tony D. Urso. I said it right. I think this time. Yay. Well, Yay. you said it the Italian way. Now, you, you know, for accent, you got to have your fingers, you know, oh. touching each other, <laughs> waving in the air. D. Urso. Dear soul, dear soul. <laughs> I, I do like Italians, yeah. So it's um, it's really exciting. And I am so honored that you've been on my show today. We still have a little bit of time left. But talk to us about um, just success in your words. So when people think of success, they have so many different things in their head and what success means to them. Some think it's money. Some think it's a status. Some think it's, you know, the $1.25 million house that you had. But when you think of success, how do you teach people what success is? Success is the accomplishment of your vision that you have that you've worked out. What is it that you want to accomplish? Success is not money. Success is not having the big cars. I've had 
gosh, I have to count for a second, but probably a dozen brand new Mercedes Benzes, including a custom built Mercedes Benz sports car. I've had all these things. That is not success. Success is a good relationship, a good family. And for me, how I define it is everyone around me is a really great person. And I'm not even joking. My The person that cuts my hair is fantastic. The person that works on my car is wonderful. The person that does my dry cleaning is, is amazing. The, pers- the, the I go to specific restaurants because I love the waiters waitresses and the owner they're really good people i only associate and surround myself with really good people and to me that's what makes me successful Mm -hmm. i love that and i have this book john maxwell how successful people think as well and i keep this by my you know keep it so i read it every day and it's all about and i'm really a big believer just like you are positive thinking you want to hang around with positive people and people who are going to treat you with respect Really, it's all about that. And, you know, how about successful? And I'm going to read just a little bit. Focus thinking, I'm going to go back to that. Focus thinking gives ideas time to develop. So if you really hone in on your God-given talent and hone in on what your focus is, you really can do it. And just like Tony says, you know, find the people in your life that are going to, you know, be good for you. I, I do the same thing. I go back to the same service guy for my car because he does a darn good job on it. And I stay away from the ones who do a bad job because you know what? Well, first of all, I'm not going to be happy with them. Secondly, why would I do that? Why would I go back to somebody who's not going to work, you know, who's going to do good work? Same thing if, um, you know, with my hairstylist, same thing with anything, you know, grocery stores even. You go where you're going to like it and where people are nice to you and respect you. And that's the same way with business. And I've talked about this before, but in business, you know, take on the clients that are going to help build up your business. Now, trust me, there are some of them who are going to help your business just by being negative because you know then you're going to want to move them out so you can bring in the positive ones. And it's all about living that positive life. And it's all about having that positive attitude to keep moving forward. And Tony, I think you're such a perfect example of that. And I love it. You know, I just, you're positive. Even when you first came on the show, you're like, today, you know, today's a positive day. And, that, and so did you always have that positive attitude? I I did for a while until I got my dream house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all and then I you- wanted, and I tell you, all I wanted was just my own place with my wife and, 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 and so forth. But I would say... Generally, I'm I'm a double Italian. I'm gonna, I'm just being a little silly, you know. Italians, you know, some people see the world half empty. Italians see it half full. Well, I'm double, so I see it like full. I only my my fault. Okay, don't use this against me. My flaw, my biggest flaw, is I only see the best in people, mm-hmm. and that's what led has led to my demise and downfall before and and it, it, you know as we mentioned earlier but when i see people i only see the good in them i see some maybe it's my upbringing i just see i see a good person there and i always like to pull that out of them and and have and i and i have the best relationships with people Yep, I'm the same way, Tony. I only want to see the best in people. And people sometimes will say, um, I think you're being a little, you know, you need to be a little bit more realistic. I said, no. Somewhere in that person, there's something good. Even if they're not um, showing it right off the bat, something in them is good. And I always see, and people tell me that all the time, I always see the positive in people. 
I try not to go around with a sour face, a sour attitude, anything. It really is about seeing the positive in people. Now, that can't, like you said, it hurt you in your past um, dealings with your business. And it can, but you also have to own it. And you have to own it and run with it and make it work for you the best you can. Exactly. And some, one of my guests told me one time, he said, I can't believe you're in politics. You're way too nice for politics. And I said, hey, I'm in politics and I really enjoy politics. You know, I see the both sides of the story. I'm, I'm willing and able to counteract anything that comes negative my way. But I'm also willing to state the facts and what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. So it, it works for me. I love it. Love politics. And yeah, so it's been very interesting. But Tony, we only have about three and a half minutes till the end of the show. So what I ask all my guests, I'm going to ask you to, if there are any words you would like to leave with my guests today, because sometimes those last parting words are what they're going to hear the most. So what are some last parting words you can give my guests? Do your guests, are they interested in being successful in their life and business? Yes. All right. Well, Let's see how how fast I can say this. I I've discovered something recently, which kind of has almost nothing to do with the last statement I made about success. To me, is just having great people around me. But I learned something about money. I've been studying why so many people that win the lotto go broke. They got all this money and they go broke. They go broke. They go bankrupt. And and there's like I don't remember the number seventy percent or so. Well, I figured it out. These people were not able to accept cash before, and when they got a large influx of cash, weren't able to, weren't equipped, weren't able to deal with it, and actually lost it. This is fact. I'm not making up. Most lotto people, most most people that win the lotto go broke. So, how do you do with that? Well, you have to accept large amount of cash. I'm not being silly. This is not being baloney. If you can't accept a large amount of cash, then you're going to hit a problem when when that happens in your business or as this is what happened with me and many others sometimes things go down you got to pick back up and that and being able to accept a large amount of cash allows you to do that and I'm not being silly what I say every day is I just I I, I make myself accept I a million dollars you know you can say that and the first few times I say I I used to say that I get goosebumps my fingers would tingle now now it's like yeah a million dollars you know if a million dollars came in today by bank where it's like okay next you know I can accept it. I don't faint. I don't go crazy. It's like, so learn to accept money. And I have a show on that with Millen Livis, the prosperity goddess on Revenue Chat. I think it's number 58. Highly recommend you check that out. I t- we talk a lot more about that. But if you want success in your life, your, your career, or business, check that out. Check out some of these things from me on Revenue Chat. And I know that that's going to help you a lot. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much. I think that's people's number one problem, really, is money, accepting the money, because it really can be hard to accept sometimes. But I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for having you be on my show, Tony. You have been a blessing. And I will go check out your number 58 revenue chat with that, because you know what? We all need to accept money into our lives. We really do. And we need to accept abundance. So ladies and gentlemen, 
Just remember, I am your empowerment coach, and I want you to live a bigger, better, bolder, and stronger life with each and every day. So check out my website, johosman.com. And also from there, there is that free session that you and I can talk and set up a goal for you to, for me to be your coach and to get you to where you and I to be and for you to accept the money to come into your life. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. God bless. And remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management